There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to SpinFL. What is up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. That's yeah, cool. man. It's uh it's that time, man. It's time for uh the half the season's about halfway done. It's weird with 17 games now, but week eight mm. is in the books. Mm. Uh another one of these weeks that we can both celebrate a victory. We'll dig into mm. that in a little bit. My but Lord. uh yeah, man, this is uh, another fun week. I feel like our bet might be dead. But yeah. Yeah, it might be dead. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, yeah. some, some stuff. We need some stuff to happen now. We, I think our, need, our our what you call it might go. Our cash out might be gone. Yeah, we're gonna need a little help from some from some places. Uh, but hey, we're we're for now we're hanging in there because we have no choice. Um, it's it's what we do. Um, but overall, it was a pretty good weekend. Uh, Halloween weekend. Did you guys do some cool shit with the kids? Oh man, Halloween is Bash's favorite holiday, man. So mm. uh every year we have a big Halloween party. You've been to my apartment. It's not the biggest place. Mm. Mm-hmm. But we find a way to invite way too many kids every year. <laughs> 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 this last year was 18. 18 kids. Uh mm. this year we had two cancel. So it was 16 kids and wow. it was it was insane. But we, you know, we upped it. I I went to I ran by the Laugh House. My mm-hmm. comedy club, I grabbed my smoke machine and nice. smoked up the house. Nice. Turned Very off the cool. smoke detector so we don't have a fucking alarm. But uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I turned that off because it was going to be nuts in there. But yeah, it was so cool, man. Yeah. With the, We had the dark. I, and they're a little older now, so I could actually put on spooky music. <clears throat> right. So I had the spooky music and the smoke and everybody's in the costumes. I had a, just a bullshit costume. I had like a bloody butcher. You know what I'm saying? I just mm-hmm. had a little mm-hmm. apron and a hat and then whatever. Yeah. And then Sandra always dresses up like a witch and does a scavenger hunt where she right. run, runs around the neighborhood and sends me text messages, not to, uh, video messages, and I play it for the kids and she describes where the treasure is at. Oh, that's fun. And then they like go to where, oh, no, I got you. You said the tunnel. And then they run to the tunnel. She's like, ah, you missed me. Now you have to go to the playground. And then they run to the playground. All the kids run. We get them tired. And then at the end, <laughs> she's at some place with like uh, a bubbly hot chocolate and candy bags for everybody. Gift bags, whatever. So that's, that's fantastic. A, what a yeah, great idea. Yeah, I love fun, that. It's a fun little thing, man. Very cool. What'd you do for Halloween? Uh, well, you know, obviously my kids are a little older. I didn't, I didn't do that much. Isak is, is not 
He's he does not dress up for Halloween. Saga oh. got dressed up like a cowgirl. Okay. Um, oh, and um, cowgirl, she, tell her you know that's NFC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She well, she didn't want to be a falcon. Well, she's an AFC. Was, she's an AFC. I was like, you could have been a Bengal, but <laughs> um. Anyway, she uh, she didn't want she, to be a falcon. <laughs> she dressed up. Yeah, she didn't want to be a falcon. Uh, she dressed up like a cowgirl, and she bought this thing. She was like, oh, I bought a vodka pistolen. I was like, I'm sorry, what? She was like, it's a it's a water pistol, but it, you're supposed to put vodka in it. I was like, Damn. bitch, every water pistol you can put vodka in. Like, please tell me you didn't pay extra for it because yeah, they called it a vodka, called a vodka water vodka. pistol. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, she looked she looked great. Um, oh, nice. We didn't do much. I mean, we we went to a little party at some friend's house on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got home so I could watch my Bulldogs beat up on the Florida Gators. It's a good yeah. start to um, always a good, good best day of the year. My hurricane squeaked uh, out a victory and they're going to uh, play FSU next week. So that's, that's a big one. Yeah, it's, it should be fun. FSU that one's always be. a good rivalry. If they win, it's going to suck. Most of my friends are, went to FSU mm. and I'm a Miami fan, so they talk shit to me when... Ugh. But it hasn't happened in a while. We'd be beating that ass every year, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but, but and then, of course, we're losing we, a lot, man. And that's we, what pisses me off. Exactly. <laughs> and then um, and then Sunday, you know, of course, all the games started a little earlier mm-hmm. than usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just me and Isak watching the game. Saga was – I don't know where she was. She did something. Oh, she went to the Hammerby game. Oh. It was Hammerby's last home game of the year, so she went to that, and then Joanna was working. So it was just me and Isak kind of huddled in, doing what dudes do, eating dinner in front of the TV, watching football. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, strapping in for this nerve-wracking fucking roller coaster yeah. of a Falcons game, which we'll get to later. But. Yeah. I uh, I didn't get to watch the games live, man. I had a comedy show, so mm. I had to, like, <clears throat> avoid spoilers, stay off yep. Twitter. And then get home and catch up on everything. But I was up until like 2 in the morning watching your game, my game, uh, some other games I found interesting. I wanted to see what these teams look like. And, uh, mm. and yeah, it was a, a nice late night of football for me. Nice. You ready to, to get into it? Uh, Skiff has almost officially come all the way back in, uh, in Flip 'em Pick 'em, man. <laughs> Skip is calling these upsets like a motherfucker. <laughs> I had like a 10-point lead last week, and now it's 69 to 66. I'm mm-hmm. only just a little just a little scratch ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And the one, you. the one upset I was going for... <sighs> Almost K- happened. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, man. One of my favorite uh, ISO... Uh, close-up shots in this game with the Cardinals was Cliff Kingsbury. He snapped at this female referee, and she immediately turned out, turned around, and got in his face. Oh, and was like, "Bitch, please!" Like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and he immediately was just like, you could see him. Like he was like, right, "Okay, okay, 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 okay." Wow. <laughs> I don't know what he said to her, but whatever it was, she did not oh, like man. it. Damn. Mm. Man, Cliff Kingsbury. Hmm. 
So many things, man. But I guess we can start with the uh, the. I'm, I'm going through our uh, flip 'em pick 'em uh, sheet here, mm. and we got the mm. uh, the Ravens Buccaneers game. Of course, was the first game, and uh, we can hit the 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 warning signals for the fucking the, the Bucks, man. Mm. They lost another game. The Ravens the Ravens win. I would actually like to start. I know this maybe this sounds a little odd, but I, I would like to start by saying something to the New Orleans Saints fans. Oh, okay. Now, in the unlikely event that you are still listening to this podcast, Saints fans, uh, <laughs> as a Falcons fan, naturally, I rarely say nice things about your team. Um, <laughs> but there is this one thing that has the ability to bring us together. That one thing that can cause us to, you know, high five, maybe even embrace, okay? We are currently witnessing the historic unraveling of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. So I say to you, Saints fans, join me. Let's set aside our differences for just a minute and truly enjoy this together, okay? Now, we know the Ravens are prone to blow a lead, but in this one, they kind of roared back and snatched this victory, m- making sure that us Brady haters could have another solid week of celebrating the fact that he and these Bucks have oh, now man. just lost three games in a row. Yeah, I mean that's that is a real treat, uh, in my opinion. Um, and when I talk about historical, I'm talking about the the Bucks run game. And how historically bad mm-hmm. it is. Now, check this out. I, I saw this on NFL Network before the game. They had this graphic that showed teams with the fewest rushing yards per game since 1970, the Super Bowl era, right? Mm. The 92 Colts averaged 68.9 rushing yards per game. The 2000 Browns had 67.8 rushing yards per game uh, in 2000. And the Chargers also in 2000, 66.4 yards per game these 2022 buccaneers currently have 61.9 rushing yards per game making them (laughs) historically the worst rushing team in nfl history (laughs) i mean i I love the the happy the glee on your face but maybe they need to watch some falcons tape because we're currently out here top five in rushing so i'm just saying oh i'm just saying we need a run (laughs) We run in the NFC up in here, bitch. Oh, running the NFC. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, it's good, man. There, yeah. there, there was a, there, there were some very interesting. Uh, there was a great tweet I saw about this game um, that kind of summed up the Buck season in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. It was like breaking down their drive it was like okay first down run to nowhere second down drop big play third down and long tb45 one hopper in the dirt punt <laughs> like that was the typical wow. bucks drive uh i mean they look feisty early um despite a muff punt that led to a ravens field goal um you know Leonard they, have, they, they only tried to early. run it 14 times all game but brady threw uh-huh. the ball 44 times uh-huh like, you know, there was a big chunk of this game where where both teams' defense kind of took over and it turned mm-hmm. into a punt fest. Yeah. Um, my man, former Bulldog punter Jake Camarda, had a night five punts, fifty five yards Yo, per punt. Let's hold go, up, Jake. Hold up, skip. 
I'm all for. <laughs> I had to reach. I'm all I had to for reach. There's so nothing former, happening. I'm all for my man, former Bulldogs. But a punter, you can't grapefruit the punter, man. Yo, hey, Jake Camarda, he's the goat. <laughs> I feel like Shannon Sharp. Skill. Skill. What are you doing? You can't do that, Skill. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <clears throat> um, okay, so the Ravens, um, they obviously, if we've talked about this, they, they've had issues closing games. Um, yes. they're, they're down 10 to 3 at the half. They came out in the second half and they put together three touchdown drives in a row, um, followed by a field goal. Um, and, and I just thought to myself, you know, Harbaugh, it's like, he got it. The key to beating this bird flu that you caught from the Falcons is to not have the lead at the half. Right. <laughs> Cause it kind of reminds me of this thing that my father used to always tell me, which is you can't lose something you never had. So you go into the half, behind and then you come out and you snatch the shit weren't they winning 20 to 10 at one point and then mm. the bucks like i mean it, it looked like they were gonna do it again or wasn't that the, it the, did and they even got he got he threw a touchdown to julio jones who we haven't seen in god mm-hmm. knows when mm-hmm. um i don't remember the last time we saw him um <clears throat> But the Ravens D, they you yeah. know once they started going at it in the second half, like it, it they just couldn't. Obviously, you score three touchdowns, yeah, th- three you know three touchdown drives in a row. If you don't keep pace, the game can get away from you pretty quick. Yeah. Um, Brady broke another record, adding to his illustrious career, becoming the most sacked quarterback in NFL history. <laughs> he was uh he was down by one sack to um. You know, big rapey Roethlisberger when he took back-to-back sacks Damn. to become the goat of getting the shit knocked out of him. Mm. Um, I don't know. I could joke about his personal life, but I'm not going to do that. I've already yeah. done that. Yeah. Um, we're, we're above that here at Spinefo. <laughs> eh, maybe not so much. Uh, <clears throat> significant injuries in this game uh, to make matters worse for the Bucks. Uh, Shaq Barrett appears to have ruptured his Achilles. Oh, no. <clears throat> so that's not good. Mm. Um, Rashad should've, Bateman. He should have worked out with the St. Brown family. Yeah, exactly. Rashad yeah. Bateman continues to struggle with a foot injury. Mm. Mark Andrews also left this game with a shoulder injury. Damn, that's um, a safety net right there. Well, interestingly enough, yeah, you're correct. Um, but I think, I mean, one of the nicest touchdown plays of the day was this beautiful pass from – um, Lamar Jackson to their backup tight end Isaiah mm-hmm. Likely, who mm-hmm. had a fantastic catch in yeah. the back of the end zone. Um, so good for him, and um, good for these Ravens who, um, and Lamar you know, man, he's trying to get that. He playing for that contract. Last week he was like looking like he wasn't about to get that money. <laughs> yeah, and we can say okay, so he's gonna get this straight change, <laughs> homie. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He, uh, we can say this now because the news dropped this morning, but we're going to do a special uh, trade deadline episode later in the week. Um, but this morning we found out that the Ravens also just picked up uh, my man, former Bulldog, Roquan Smith. <laughs> now that's worth okay? it. That's worth it. That's, that's worth the former. That's better than the former. Am I right? Uh, 
<laughs> and uh, Rokon Smith currently leads the NFL in tackles. Mm. Um, so this is a pretty significant add for the Ravens, especially considering that their run defense is not super great. Who? Um, the Ravens. Oh, right. And, okay, right. I thought you were talking and, about the Bears. And also given the fact that they um, – you know, again, like we said, they, they have had this tendency to blow leads lately. So mm-hmm. going out and adding a an off ball linebacker like um like Roquan Smith who can you know who can it, Get drive a it. motherfucker into the ground, like yeah. you know, that's that's a big deal. Um but we'll get more into the trades later. All right. Uh, maybe we move on to the, the game of the week. London, <laughs> Broncos country. <laughs> Broncos country. Let's ride. Oh Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> what was, I heard a fantastic clip on this where I, I was listening to some other program and they were going through like a history of all the like goofy things that Russell Wilson has said over the mm. years. And I guess I've missed this somewhere, but he has. There's a clip out there of Russell Wilson talking about how he, oh, I throw a pretty sexy deep ball. <laughs> oh <laughs> it's no! Just like, ah, gross, dude. Stop what are you it, doing? Russ. Dangerous. Uh, so the, the Broncos got a, got themselves a victory. I picked uh, the Broncos to uh, lose to the Jaguars. I thought the Jaguars were going to put the nail in the coffin on our boy Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, mm. But the Broncos squeaked it out 21-17 over the Jaguars, who were uh, determined to not win this game. Oh, my God. To me, this one was uh, T-Law versus Captain High Knees. Uh, Russell Wilson was out here claiming that he did four hours of high knees on an eight-hour flight to London while the rest of his teammates were asleep, which, oddly enough, was not actually the dumbest thing he said in this interview Mm. when he arrived in the UK. This dude who last year claimed that he had Wolverine blood, Mm -hmm. right, suggesting he could come back from that finger injury quicker than your average human, Uh, now he's claiming that due to his extensive travel experience to go along with his Wolverine blood, he has also apparently developed a tolerance to jet lag. Mm, makes sense. Which I was like, there's this no fucking known guy. Knowns, and then there's known unknowns. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, this is up there with the unknown knowns and the unknown unknowns. <clears throat> and you can tell, like when you watch the clip, you can tell that even he doesn't believe what's getting ready to come out yeah. of his mouth. Yeah. Which sounds a lot like a man who's suffering from jet lag. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to say some shit, and I hope it makes sense. Uh, um, whatever. He's a weirdo. Yes, um, let's see. Uh, Russ nearly threw a pick on the first play of this game. <laughs> <laughs> just started out. That was bang. like, it was. I think it was the very first play of the game. Uh, yeah. And then the drive ended in a three and out thanks to a sack. Uh, the Broncos' second drive, Russ made up for that near pick by throwing an actual pick um, <laughs> yeah. under underthrown in man coverage. It was like a gift. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was bad. <clears throat> five plays later, T-Log turns that pick into points. Nice 22-yard drive to Evan Ingram, who looked really good in this game. Um, Broncos' D had its moments. But they also kind of kept shooting themselves in the foot with all these penalties. I think they had like eight or nine penalties midway through the game. It was insane. Like the commentators were like, again and again. It was like, and and they just keep showing Hackett every time, too. Poor guy. 
I know. Luckily for them, T Law had a pick of his own. I mean, how bad was a that? Pick. Yeah, he I was, mean, yeah. but the one that he threw in the end zone yeah. to me you from know the what? ten yard line, like you got three points, you got three points, and you can I, run. Mm-hmm. I, oh. I have a I have a working theory that I'm still kind of holding on to at the moment okay. regarding this 2021 QB class. Ooh. Um, and and just it's basically that they I, I think there it might be the case that these guys are uncoachable. Um, because they here they are in year two. Just I mean, like that. Tell me, we'll get to Zach Wilson later, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing mm-hmm. where where you're trying to extend the play. Justin Fields, you, you spent you spent four years playing college football against you know eight eight weeks out of ten you're playing drastically inferior opponents mm-hmm. where you can get away with that shit of trying to extend a play and yeah. run it out and trying to acting like you can throw it and, uh, and it's just going to, yeah. you know what I mean? And you can't do that shit in the NFL, bro. You just can't. Maybe the new NFL quarterback <laughs> is Geno Smith. It's going to take them 10 years to figure it all out. I mean. And we can't just expect him to hop in there and be on top of things. Like mm. Jordan Love, man. He's going to be maybe. a beast in seven years. <laughs> just gotta be patient bro be patient uh, green bay ain't going to rogers <laughs> nathaniel hackett uh showed up in this game uh and in in a very nathaniel hackett kind of way there was a there was a three and out that led to a fourth and in inches um he couldn't figure out whether he wanted to go for it or not oh yeah <laughs> F- finally decides to punt um, but they get popped for a delay again. Delay game, again, yeah. I was like, I thought you hired a guy specifically yeah. to not do this again. He's gonna I, hire I another guy to to help the other guy. <laughs> I was like, is this seriously happening? Yeah, he's I mean, bad, yeah, he's but bad. then you know, to their credit, it, the, you know, the Broncos for whatever reason finally started to look like a real NFL team. Um, I think it was like around their fifth drive of the game. Um. This was also when they had managed to get their first first down in the game. Yeah. Right? Um, they put together a nice 11-play, 75-yard drive. Um, short pass to Jerry Judy, who took it to the house. And um, the second half, Russ came out and kind of started cooking. It was Dylan, yeah. Um, and he also started to do some things that, that, um, that we haven't seen him do so much like like also kind of running for the first down mm-hmm. right like i don't know why he suddenly stopped doing that like that was a big part of the game for him when he was in seattle yeah um whatever it was a nice drive russ was perfect five for five 98 yards to start off the second half he had a real thing going with his tight end greg dulcich um yeah, I, had, I had never but, heard of this guy i've heard his name a few times in the past couple of weeks but i hadn't paid much attention to him um, oh, he had damn near 100 yards. And um, obviously, the Jags D was doing their best. I mean, the 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 D line played pretty well. Your boy. A um, couple of sacks. My man, former Bulldog Trayvon Walker, was out here tearing it up, giving them a chance to win. Yeah. But T-Law, but T- I'm telling determined. you, man, this dude just ate it. Um, I mean, he finished the game 18 for 31, 130. 
three yards, a touchdown, Oof. two picks. That's a I mean, disgusting he was, And and to me, the most insulting thing is that he basically he basically ruined what was a brilliant Travis Etienne performance. Mm. Um, I mean, Travis Etienne, man. Was was balling the fuck out with twenty that run carries, on his that toe tap six yards. the the, mm-hmm. the toe tap in the sidelines when he was uh, leaning and mm-hmm. then he got his balance and turned it upfield. Wow, and he's got the, he's, he probably has the meanest spin move. You're yeah, in the league. <laughs> you're right. He does. He the, he, uh, that's the L two circle from uh, <laughs> from NFL game day back in the day. <laughs> I mean, I really think the Jags could be good if if Trevor Lawrence could be. He's yeah. I'll, more on that later. We'll we'll talk if, a little bit more. I, yeah, I, I feel like I need to wait a few more weeks before I drop my hot take about that QB class. Oof, I like that. I like it where it's going though. Then we got your game, man. Go ahead, man. Let take it. Pull it out. Pull it out, Skiff. Pull it out. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. Okay, now this is a weird one, and this might take a minute because okay. some shit went down in this game. Okay? okay, I got time. Okay, let's set this up. Now, thanks to the Bucks losing to the Ravens, the Falcons entered into this game in sole possession of the number one spot in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Um, but just so that everyone is clear on precisely how shit the NFC South truly is, <laughs> if the Panthers had managed to win this game, they would be in first place. With a with a three and five record, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if they had won, so uh, all right, let's get into this, um, <laughs> because my heart is still kind of fluttering yeah. a little bit from watching this game. Um, by the way, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. you picked Falcons to win. I did pick the Falcons to win. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, first off, this okay. So on this particular Sunday, it just so happened to be Marcus Mariota's 29th birthday. I thought that was kind of nice. Marcus um, Mariota, right? Two plays in, he for whatever reason decided to give a gift to the Panthers by throwing them a pick. <laughs> um, so not he didn't, he didn't look that good, man. This game. Not the way to start your birthday. No. Um, the 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 punt fest that eventually followed. Uh, was broken by a nice 10-play drive that ended with a Kyle Pitts touchdown. Mm. Kyle Pitts yes. got into the end zone oh, for only playing, the second time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's so many fantasy people are pissed off about Kyle Pitts. Oh. Uh, he only had five receptions, but he had 80 yards and a touchdown. So, Oh, nice shit. There. I just looked at the Mariota stat line. It, it didn't feel like he had that type of game. He he actually played better than you think, but he always Yeah, it mistakes. didn't feel like it, but when I look at him, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Panthers responded with a nice drive too, and I have to say, this Deontay Foreman dude—I mean, he's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He—he was—he was a backup to Derrick Henry mm-hmm. uh, in 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 Tennessee yeah, last that. year, yeah. and since he landed in in Carolina, obviously because they had McCaffrey, it kind of felt like they didn't know how to use Foreman. Mm. Um, and then of course they trade. McCaffrey and talk about a guy taking advantage of the opportunity that's been given to him like two weeks in a row. He has just been running dudes over. If you got um, an apostrophe in your name, that's like a superpower. Mm. And he's got, yeah. a, he's got an apostrophe. That means you, you're pretty good at football. Although I'm a little curious what's happening and maybe, I don't know, is it, is it racist for me to ask like what is going on in the black community with, with all of these like versions of Devante, right? <laughs> 
Duh. Like, or just the duh, the Devante, Demarcus, D E D A D A D A, like, is that, like, I don't ask that in a race. I'm just legitimately, I, I can't don't know, answer wait. it. I can't Curious. answer it, man. I don't know. Like, it's like a whole generation of like African American fancy men yeah. who have this weird, whatever. I don't know. DeAndre yeah. Swift, another one. There yeah. you go. There's I a, mean, it's all over, man. And they it's a way to ensure your child goes and plays professional sports. I guess so. Because uh, people see the name like that, and then unfortunately they won't hire them. So the kid yeah. has to be good at sports. It's, it's a good trick. Well, this guy was good at football on this Sunday. Didn't <laughs> yeah, he have he, he had three touchdowns in this game? Yeah, That's man. crazy. Uh DJ Moore was also a problem. We'll we'll get into that a little more in a second. Oof. Um, our secondary was banged up and you could tell they were going, they were like, they were going at us. Um, do they win this game? If, uh, if Matt rule is the coach, um, I mean, not do they win this game? Do they, do they look the, as good as they did? Like, it feels like it's a better team without Matt. Rule. Like, like they really got better. I, I, they I get mean, blown out by y'all. <laughs> if they have Matt rule, I feel like. It's difficult for me to to disagree with you on that. I mean, obviously, it's a parallel universe, but I think you might be onto something. Like the plan, better. Um, I mean, I kind of thought this game was going to get away from us uh, for sure right before the second half. And thank God for, I mean, my man, former Bulldog Lorenzo Carter picking (laughs) off PJ Walker and taking that shit to the house for six right before the half. I was like, whoo. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's get to the good part. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in the middle of the third quarter, this game decided to go completely insane. Um, they got a TD. We got a TD. Back and forth, this thing goes. We couldn't stop Foreman. Um, they couldn't stop us either. Algier, Huntley, Demir Bird. Are you kidding me with that touchdown? That shit got I crazy, mean, man. Yeah, Bird, De- man. Demir- Who knew he was that fast? God damn. <laughs> And the way he – it was almost Jamar Chase-like, you know, where he he, mm-hmm. he sort of catches it and then sort of curls yeah. into the middle of the field. And it's like there's players there, just but he just yeah. splits them. Uh, it was beautiful. Uh, anyway, we've got a 34-28 to 28 lead when we turn the Panthers over on downs with like a minute 37 to play, right? We take over deep in Panthers territory. Isak – Turns to me and he goes. He goes over to our little flip him and pick him thing, and he starts marking off all the teams. Like, okay, so yeah, Cowboys won, Broncos won. He's like, I'm gonna mm. mark the Falcons, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? What do you mean? Like, this is over? And I was like, have you learned nothing? <laughs> Honestly, it, it and and then. Right after I said that is when the next gen stats Falcons seventy seven percent win probability pops up on the screen, oh. and I swear to God, I recoiled like I had been shot in the eye with an arrow. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, no, no, oh no!" Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, we get a field goal. We go up thirty four to twenty eight. We have a six point lead. There's only thirty seconds, thirty six seconds left on the clock. At which point, Isak says, "Okay, now it's done, right?" I mean, the Panthers have to go 75 yards in less than 36 seconds with no timeouts. Game's over. To which I said, just just wait. Just wait a second. My just, child. Just, <laughs> I don't like to mark it before. Just, just wait. 
You're probably right, but let's just wait. Three plays later, PJ Walker mm. hits DJ Moore. I couldn't believe who is, <clears throat> who escapes double coverage for a 62 yard moonshot. Yeah. Dropped right in, in a bucket. In the bucket. Insane. In a bucket. Patrick Mahomes, I, I saw this later. Patrick Mahomes tweeted, best throw of the season, no question. Yeah. Like, this was a Hail Mary, and it wasn't like a Hail Mary where it was just like, oh, it's up, and people tipped, like, in a fucking bucket. This was a proper throw. Um, We were absolutely heartbroken. Isaac and I <laughs> fell back into the sofa. It's 34 to 34. 12 seconds left on the clock. Yo, Another but, Falcons choke wait, 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 wait. job. No, wait, 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 wait. Mm. He took his helmet off. Exactly. And we see the flag. Like, a flag has been thrown. I wasn't entirely sure what it was. My I knew first what it was. Hope, yeah, when I, yeah. My first hope was that it that it was, you know, because it was, he, PJ Walker extended the play. I was hoping for holding. I was or like, legal man please, or something. Yeah. please tell me this is holding and this fucking touchdown doesn't count. Uh, but it turns out DJ Moore. A lot of people are arguing that they should get rid of this rule. He takes his helmet off. He gets popped for excessive celebration. Arthur Smith smartly elects to have the 15-yard penalty applied to the point after, mm-hmm. right? So it turns it into a 48-yard extra point try. Panthers kicker Eddie Pinheiro comes Shout out. Shout out to the league for moving <clears throat> the original kick from the 2 to the 15. Yeah. That's one of the best things they've done in the last Very smart. Years. It's made it more exciting. Yeah. And thank God for that because Andy Pinheiro comes out and hooks this thing wide left. Isak and I flew off of the couch. <laughs> I mean, and we're like headed to overtime. Let's go. Uh, like uh. suddenly you've got hope again, yeah? Falcons win the coin toss. Uh, the excitement was short-lived as Mariota dropped back to pass on his own 27-yard line, throwing his own Hail Mary. I have no idea why. Mm. Trying to hit Demir Bird for like an 80-yard shot. The ball gets picked off on the Carolina 26-yard line. Just right into – yeah, yeah. That was so bad. And even worse, like we didn't have anyone in the vicinity, so this guy basically ran it back 50 or 60 yards all yeah. the way to the Falcons' 20-yard line. They are immediately in field goal range. Yeah. I'm like, ball game – over. Yeah, I thought it was over right? too, man. <clears throat> a few plays later, uh, they ran a couple of stupid run plays that didn't get him much closer. Pinheiro comes out for a chance at redemption. 32-yard game-winning field goal attempt. Damn, if he doesn't hook that one wide left again. And they showed the two kicks back-to-back, the video replay. Identical. Absolutely identical. Damn. Yeah. And then the job. Falcons – I know exactly. Well, he, he, I don't think he has that job anymore. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I'm assuming. Uh, then the Falcons finally decided to take this shit seriously. Mm. I mean, how often do you lose a game this many times and still get a chance to win, right? Not often. Huntley, no. Zacchaeus, Algier, Marcus Mariota, especially with his legs, just said, fuck this. Yes. I'm going to. I'm gonna go win this by myself. Yeah, that's true. yeah. he was uh, uh, he was running around like yeah, he was on fire. He got a huge chunk play, and also again, shout out to Arthur Smith. It's third and nine. There's plenty of time on the clock. Of course, he could run one more play to get it a little closer. But I think Arthur Smith correctly decided, yeah. let's just go ahead and kick this fucking thing. God only knows what could happen if we run one more play. And we got uh, Young Way Cool, baby. 
And I've said Carolina, obviously, predictably, it's what you do. They tried to ice Young Way Koo with a timeout, but I've said it many times on this podcast before. You cannot ice ice, baby. This man <laughs> has got ice in his veins. <laughs> you cannot ice ice unless your name, unless your first name is Vanilla. Right? 41 yards, Koo splits the sticks. The Falcons crushed the next-gen stats curse for a 37-34 to 34 overtime victory yes. and one hell of a birthday present for Marcus Mariota. Yes. Bro, the yeah. bourbon window started, and it was at least somewhere in the middle of the second quarter before I even realized I was still watching football. Like, I, it took, yeah. I, like, I was just, like, in a daze. Like, I was, like, I, 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 it was, this was one of the most insane, nerve-wracking, terrifying Falcons wins I think I've ever experienced. Yeah, I mean, I rewatched the whole thing the next day just to make sure it actually happened. Like I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck just happened?" Uh, it was good for y'all, and and uh, there was a tragedy in Young Way Koo's uh, home country too. Man, you heard about the people got trampled? No, I did not hear in, that in uh, South Korea. Oh no, I didn't hear that. Yeah, there was a I forget what oh, it was a Halloween party. Oh shit! And somebody started running in, and everybody started running, and like 150 people got trampled. Oh my lord! Yeah. So. Well. Uh, positive vibes out to those people, man, in uh, South Korea. Yeah. yeah, dude. Someone needs to give them Halloween lessons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Black Friday. Just, yeah, just, <laughs> just walk to the house, yeah. man. <laughs> you just walk. And there's walk plenty of candy for <laughs> plenty of candy, candy for everybody. It, it okay? doesn't run out. It doesn't. Um, uh, the next game is the Bears versus the Cowboys. <laughs> I picked the uh, Cowboys to win, and boy, was I right. They came out looking like they're ready for the playoffs, man. The first two drives, yeah. Dak was out here willing and dealing. The uh, Pollard starting, which is what we've been screaming for all season because uh, Zeke was hurt, and he just came out. They just came out doing it, man. So Cowboys looking like they're for real. There's so many interesting things about this game. First of all, the, I mean, this game was pretty close until the third quarter. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Bears, say what you will, but the Bears, are, they do appear to be getting better. Yeah. Um, it's almost like lately. they're on a plan. Like they're bringing, uh, they're bringing Fields along too. Yeah. <clears throat> he had 17 um, completions. <laughs> Justin Fields has 17 <laughs> completions. <laughs> He did it over fifty. Finally, um, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, Dak looked like he had shaken off the rust. Yeah. He was very good. Twenty-one yeah. for twenty-seven, two hundred fifty yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he did have a pick, but it didn't matter. I don't remember the pick. Um, I don't remember what it looked like. And no Zeke was no fucking problem for Tony Pollard. Bro. I mean, this dude, 14 carries for 131 yards, three yeah. touchdowns, one of many NFL football players with three touchdowns in a yes. single game this week. It was yeah. a crazy week. Definitely. Yeah. Um, CD Lamb looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Fields, like you said, he, 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 I think he's coming along. He's quietly becoming the better of that, of that QB class, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, ah! Yeah, because he's such a he's such a threat on the ground. Yeah, but um, I don't know, man. But he, he made a very big mistake that turned out to be kind of the major turning point in this game when it was still quite close. 
Um, and this is um, it was a it was a pass to David Montgomery. He runs, fumbles. Parsons falls on the ball. Oh yeah, he jumped and over. As, as Justin Fields approaches him, I don't know what he was thinking. Like he 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 decides to jump over him, making sure he didn't hurt his legs, man. <clears throat> so Parsons realized I, he, I haven't been touched. Yeah. So to his credit, he gets up. And starts scrambling thirty six yards to the house, um, and it was it was shocking. It was like, whoa, what what just happened? And, and that was really the moment that the Cowboys kind of pulled away. Yeah. Uh, and that was and, also the moment when uh, Michael Parsons secured his defensive player of the year status. <laughs> oh, it, that will be and and that clip will be the first yeah. highlight that they show. Yeah, he's gonna win easily. That. He's so yeah. good, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Bears scored another touchdown to their credit after that, but then the Cowboys answered with Pollard's third touchdown yeah, of the game, and, and that was it. Like, it was lights out. But Bears, this isn't one for them to hang their head on. It's just a better team came out there and beat you like they should. Well, I'm, I'm really curious what's going to happen to them now. They basically traded away two of their best defensive players. Um, so I don't I don't, I don't, don't know what to expect for, from them for the next – for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, but they're three and but, five. Um, they were, you know, they're playing better than anybody thought, honestly, even at three and five. Well, also, I think you're right. I, it, the good news for Bears fans is that they do appear to have, like, it's starting to look like they actually have a plan for Justin yeah. Fields. Yeah. You know what I mean? So regardless of what happens for the rest of the season, I, I yeah. would feel pretty optimistic about that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Eberflus <clears throat> might be the guy. Or Eberflus. How you say his name? I don't know. Eberflus. My bad. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> so much confidence. Eberflus. <laughs> oh, yeah. what's this next game? Let's give it up. No, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Miami Dolphins, baby. Uh, this was a scary one, man. The the, the Lions came off of that uh, came off of that uh, bye week. Mm-hmm. Firing on all cylinders. Dolphins defense looks like shiat. They really need Byron Jones back. And uh <coughs> it's obvious. Uh, uh well, there was no Xavier Howard in this one. He was suffering from an injury listed as groin slash personal. <laughs> he was in the game, man. He played. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, he played. But they, they listed him you as questionable. Want, you just want to groin, bring that shit up. <laughs> groin slash personal. Yes. Which is, for those of you who don't know, is code for an incurable form of herpes that he gave to some shorty that is now suing him for transferring said herpes to her groin slash personal. <laughs> just so you know, yeah. that's what that means. Man, you can't be raw dogging <laughs> the fans, man. X out you, here uh, dishing out the H. Let's go. <laughs> He's like, man, one in five have it, man. What you? <laughs> <laughs> what you want? She was hot, and now she hotter. Uh, she was hot, and now she burning. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, speaking of hot, Tua Tungavaloa was out wow. here willing and motherfucking dealing. Anybody who's doubting to it, this season should let you know the dude is for real. Uh, coming out of his, I don't know if there's a better quarterback coming out of the drop. He's just smooth, man. 
Mm. With the fake and then the release and the anticipation is that's his superpower. And it was mm. fun to watch. I'm so glad for him, especially after that scary injury a few weeks ago. But uh that's one thing I learned from this game is this motherfucker is for real. He had uh you know, maybe what, two bad passes out of all the passes? Mm. So Yeah, uh, that was nice. He cleaned up you know, because last week we were joking about how yeah, all the he picks, had like drop picks. <laughs> he had like like seven or eight almost interceptions against uh, against the Steelers. Um, oh yeah, I they mean, are saying that he's underthrowing. You know, I was thinking about this right because even the commentators are like, he if he doesn't underthrow that, then Tyreek Hill. I think he's still learning how fucking fast Tyreek Hill is. It's like yeah, but I'm. But I got to say, I'm not here for that criticism because I think that you'll see, to me, when I watch Tua throw an underthrown pass to Tyreek Hill, it looks identical to me Mm -hmm. as when you compare it to the way Mahomes used Mm -hmm. to throw passes to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is just... You're you're underthrowing him on purpose because he's so fast Mm -hmm. that he backs the DB up. You underthrow it by five yards, and all Tyreek has to do is turn around and get underneath it. Of course, you want to hit him for the just walk off touchdown. Yeah. But but that's not this. He's not doing anything. This is not like uh, Tua doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, people yeah. people love dunking on Tua, but I think everyone needs to remember that this dude, this team is five and zero with Tua starting. Thank at you, quarterback. And uh, and this receiver core. Like it's scary, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Mike Gesicki. It's not only scary; it's actually kind of brilliant, in my yeah. opinion. Who's the GM? Uh, Chris Greer. Chris Greer. I don't know if he did this on purpose, but I, I'm convinced that he he went back and he watched some Tua Alabama tape, and he said, "Hmm." Maybe we need to get some guys like that because this is, to me, having mm. watched a lot of SEC football, yeah. this is precisely the way Alabama builds their team. Okay. They get a they get a good quarterback who can move in the pocket, um, and and they get these electric receivers who can basically just fly all over the field. They've always got one who can just rip it through mm. the through the slot or through the middle, and they've got the other guy who can take the top off the defense. And that's exactly what the Dolphins went out and did. They got two receivers that are basically Alabama-style receivers to go with their Alabama-style quarterback, and now they're just absolutely shredding mm. this the entire NFL with it. I mean, how many how many yards did they account for together, <laughs> Waddle and Tyreek? Wasn't it almost 300? Yeah, 290-something, 294. <clears throat> I mean, if you probably add their, like, total yards from scrimmage, they have, like, over 300 yards between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. And then it's, like, it's so fast that it happens. Like, he does a three-step drop, and all of a sudden, they're 25 yards down the field. And wide open. And yeah. But, I mean, and it is the Lions. Of course it's the Lions. But I was just watching the way he was navigating the whole thing and it seemed like he was in sync and that offense is scary and once the defense picked it up in the second half Detroit didn't even score in the second half Miami just finished them off I would also like to point out that Jonathan Rollins is right again um he predicted that at some point Dan Campbell was gonna have to start firing some of these coordinators oh did he Uh, 
We found out this morning the Lions fired their defensive back coach, um, Aubrey Pleasant. Okay. Uh, after getting torched by Tua and the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he's fired his first coordinator. Yeah, it's about so to we'll get, see. It's, it's gonna get that seat's gonna get hot, man. <clears throat> mm. Yeah, I feel bad. I really like Dan Campbell, but uh, he might have to fire like a full-on coordinator. The Dolphins are a lot of fun to watch right now. Yeah, I have to say, fun. it's fun, especially as a fan. As you said, mm. five and over two, and no telling what it'll be with uh, if he didn't get and, his eggs, his eggs scrambled. And and one of those like. You can sit here and count the victories all you want and be like, yeah, but they beat the Bills, y'all. They beat the Bills. <laughs> okay? Yep. I mean, yep. it's not like they're all chump wins. You know what I mean? They beat the Bills. So yeah. Then we got the uh, the Cardinals and the Vikings. I thought it was going to be an upset, uh, but why would I put faith in Cliff Kingsburg? Well, the better question is, why would you not believe in Kirk Cousins? <laughs> <laughs> Good question, man. I don't know. I mean, Cliff, Cliff came out there and I was like, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, the Vikings kind of did that thing where they look good early and then they go to sleep for a while. Yeah. That, that seems to be a trend for them. How there's how they've managed to win this many games playing like that, I have no idea. Bro, um, this six and one. I really don't know. They might actually be the most fake six and one team out there. Yeah. If you think about it. I mean, because the way that they disappear in the second and the third quarter is kind of shocking. Yeah. Uh, luckily they woke up when they needed to, because this one nearly got away from them. Um, both quarterbacks were out there slinging it. Um, mm -hmm. Kyler, you know, statistically out, out through cousins by a hundred yards, but he also threw two picks Sometimes um, I wonder about that dude, man. I feel like yeah. he's not—he's not studying. <laughs> he's he got call homework. <laughs> <clears throat> no, and but we it, saw the—we saw the rarest of sightings uh, in this game: a, a Kirk Cousins um, rushing touchdown. Um, oh yeah, which, which I don't know if I've ever seen a—I mean, and it, what I've seen him do a QB sneak. I was going to say before, when but, he was on the the Washington football team. Yeah, but he was—he uh, was faster than I remember him. Yeah. Um, yeah, you yeah. saw it. So, and you like that? You like that? <laughs> Isak was funny when we were watching that game when he scored that touchdown. Isak was like, "Hey, if you and Jonathan had bet the over on Kirk Cousins' rushing yards, y'all would have won some money." Whoever whoever does. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins uh, out here with 159 yards, bro. He back. Dude, that that one-handed touchdown catch yeah. was. Vintage Hopkins. Yeah, he's uh, somebody. I think somebody says he's got the biggest hands in the NFL when he went up mm -hmm. and, and grabbed it. I didn't know what that means. Knew what that means. Rondell Moore had by a, Yeah, Rondell Moore had a nice day too. Viking, the Vikings run game to me was the big difference. You know, mm. the Cardinals. The Cardinals only had seventy-eight total yards rushing, but it, the Vikings had Alexander Madison with forty yards and touchdown. Dalvin Cook yes. had you know, over a hundred yards and a touchdown. I mean, they were just running the rock down their throats. Um, I like, uh, I like, uh, Madison, the way he runs. Me too. But Dalvin Cook is, um, is fucking Dalvin Cook. Oh my and, God. And it has to be said, the Vikings probably, probably had a very good chance of blowing this game were mm -hmm. it not for 
uh, Cardinals um, kick returner Greg Dortch fumbling uh, the ball that led to the Vikings touchdown four plays later. Did he fumble um, twice? He did. He he fumbled twice, but this one led to a direct mm. um, touchdown uh, a few plays later. Did Dan Campbell uh, fire him? No. I'm just <laughs> Dan Campbell just pops up. I got to fire you, man. <laughs> and you're fired. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the, the Vikings. Yeah, I it, I don't know what to say. I mean, they they keep winning football games. So they, what are they six and one? Yeah, six and one. Are we panic button on the uh, Cardinals yet? No, no. The no, NFC West it, is wide open. I think the NFC West is wide open. I think that James. Con- I think they get James Conner back next week. They were hoping to have him back this week, but I think they get him back next week. They needed. I don't know. There, there's such a. There's such a lack of consistency with the Cardinals with regard yeah. to their game plan from week after week. Like mm-hmm. you do not get a feeling that they have a real coach. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, plan. Yeah. You get the feeling they don't have a real plan uh. necessarily. And and I guess maybe that becomes part of the problem when you have not that this is Kyler Murray's fault, but when you have a quarterback like that, um, you think to yourself, like, well, well, at some point, we're just going to have to make this up on the fly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. The Vikings continue to be a really good first-quarter team. I feel like they always score touchdowns in the first quarter, um, mm. which which clearly always gives them a chance to win these football games. So good for them. All right. In a shocking, shocking development, the, uh, <laughs> the Raiders uh, – oh, no, they didn't show up for the game. I forget. Uh, <laughs> Did they miss the flight? <laughs> I think they missed something. Uh, we might be right now. There might be a meeting in the principal's office. Uh, no, no, there was. He was called into the principal's office after this game again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, the, but the so you picked the Raiders to beat the Saints. That did not happen. The Raiders did not. No pinch the motherfucker <laughs> they no they did not and we and they ruined our parlay so thanks thanks uh, Raiders. Raiders. we thought the, we thought for sure that uh mcdaniels would have something ready for the saints who have, have been up and down but no nope. <clears throat> the uh Raiders yeah, and, and lose zero to 24 unbelievable i mean what else are you supposed to say about this game other than like welcome to the alvin kamara show 18 carries he only had 62 yards uh rushing uh, and a rushing touchdown, but he also had nine catches for 96 yards and two touchdowns. Again, another guy with three fucking touchdowns. And it, I think it was his first touchdown of the year in this game. Um, oh, wow. And, I mean, I know this feels weird to say, but you kind of have to say it. Andy Dalton was good. Yeah, I was um, going to say that, yeah. 22 for 30, 229 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, so clean. Um, no real trick form- shit. Taysom Hill only tried to run it once. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and that got stuffed. Mm-hmm. So it's like I mean, certainly more than you could say about Derek Carr. I mean, man. I mean, coming off a bye week, fifteen and twenty six, one hundred and one yards, zero touchdowns, a pick. Josh, oh, they Josh had the Jay- bye week two weeks ago, right? Oh, was I? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because they were they were quite good last week. They won off the bye week. Uh, yeah. Josh Jacobs, who's been dominant lately, yeah. Um, Which was what we K- thought. We thought Jacobs was going to come out and dominate, but the Saints defense dominated. So kudos to them. Mm-hmm. Devonta Adams, five targets, one catch, three yards. Are you kidding me? He had the flu though. 
Yeah. Well, he's not like Mike. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, the Raiders never even crossed midfield until the two minute warning Damn. in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. that's how bad they were. I don't know how long he's got that job, man. That team should be better than last year. It's like they went and got the, one of the best receivers in the league, if not the best receiver in the league. They didn't lose much. They still got one of the best running backs. They still got a, you know, decent quarterback. I mean, it they shouldn't didn't be lose. worse. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't lose anything. No, they, they only, didn't lose. Add, they only they, added. <laughs> they added talent. Yeah. And they're Two and worse. Five. Yeah. Um, Chucky had them better off. Yeah. It's and crazy. again, like you said, shout out to the Saints defense who yeah. uh, have not been nearly as good as advertised. Just no. showed the fuck up and shut these Raiders completely down. In a, over in a very, and over and over yeah. and over. <laughs> That's what it was, man. It was crazy, man. Yeah. yeah, they were good. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Then we had a, a crazy Malik Willis sighting, right? Is really? that his name, Malik? Will- oh, and, uh, I got the, I got Patriots Jets next. Did they oh, move my it? bad. I'm looking. No, you're right. You're right. It's Patriots <clears throat> Jets. I went to the pick picks and pick them. Patriots uh-huh. Jets. I picked the Patriots to beat the Jets. I was right. I don't know why people were drinking the Jets Kool Aid. Uh, I did not expect anything else. <laughs> and. I, I had a bad feeling that the injury to Brees Hall, I, yeah. I think maybe I said it last week, that the Jets are getting ready to fall off a cliff. Um, that certainly looked like what 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 we're getting ready to see. Pickskin Pick'em um, had them 72% pick to win. Get the fuck out of mm-hmm. here. <laughs> I, don't, I guess the pitches don't look great, but it's also like, come on. Here's the thing. This game was there for the taking. Yeah. Yeah, it was right Mac there Jones for the taking. Like, uh, Mac trash. Jones was Mac Jones did not play well. Um, they had a hard time moving the ball, um, but I'm utterly convinced. And again, we'll get into this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, but uh, uh, this is for another show. But I, I think Zach Wilson. <laughs> I I think Zach Wilson. You are trash. 
I think Zach Wilson is a bust. Yeah. Period. Um, I really mean that. And and if and if Robert Sala has half a brain, he will bench this kid and and go with Joe Flacco because you, I mean you literally you have a chance to make the playoffs this year. You you have to do this now. Zach Wilson, they've already said that Zach's their guy. Huge mistake. Mm. He's he's not their guy. He's not an NFL quarterback. Uh, he never should have been drafted that Dang, high. You sound he's, so he's, convinced, man. I'm a little scared. <clears throat> There's no way that this guy, everyone, you know, Josh Allen in a lot of ways has kind of ruined yep. the conversation about yep. this stuff because, you know, n- not no fault of his own. Like, great for him that he was yeah. so shitty for the first couple of years and then suddenly. He, he, so now you've got this template where mm-hmm. everybody in the NFL media is like, well, wait and see. What about, what about yeah. Josh Allen? I don't need to wait and see. Zach yeah. Wilson is fucking, he ain't it. He's Josh Allen. He's not, and everybody knew Josh Allen had this crazy arm talent. He's also six foot six, two hundred and forty pounds or whatever he is. So he can also and he's fast. He can run the ball too. So it's like it's not only he was just not at his problem was he wasn't accurate down the field. He got yeah. better at that and then now he's a complete quarterback. <clears throat> I'm telling you. <laughs> it's not the, the Jets- problem with uh, Zach Wilson. He's not Josh Allen. Forget about trading Zach Wilson because nobody's gonna want that. Um, they they just need to sell him to. They're just not gonna like, want that. They just need to sell him to the Canadian Football League for like for like some equipment, like an ice bath or a jugs machine or something. Like he's that's that's all he's yeah. worth. Uh, again, Mac Jones was not good either. Twenty four for thirty five, mm. hundred ninety four yards. Um, the Jets look good early. I mean, they had they had a good Garrett Wilson is still again, and this only proves my point. You have good players. You had yeah. a great draft. You have all of these great pieces now with the Jets, which is the first time in forever that we've been able to say that. And you know, you're fucking it up with a shitty quarterback. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I don't know. I don't. I don't it, the 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 picks. Honestly. Yeah, three I mean, picks. <laughs> The, but the, but the way he threw these picks, the one where he's like running out of bounds, and it's like, just throw it. He tries to throw it away. Yeah, he's so. But he fa- he even fails at throwing away, and instead of throwing it out of bounds, he throws it right into the hands of Devin McCourty. And you're just like, what? What are you thinking? What are you doing? If there was one that uh, somebody caught out of bounds too, that would have been another pick. It's just like he yeah. just kept doing it. <laughs> yeah. And 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 as if he he was like, did I throw a pick to Devin McCourty? I can't remember. And he's like, oh fuck it, you know what? I'll throw a second pick to Devin McCourty. Let's see if I can get him in the game again. I'm like, what? Yeah, he's he's, he's trash, man. I don't know. I, I don't want to like jump on it and say that I'm sure he's never never going to be a good quarterback. But he, you're saying that the Josh Allen thing is going to be one. Wait till the Geno Smith thing is <laughs> like for the apologists out there. They're going to be like, no, 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 no. Geno Smith took 10 years. <laughs> That's going to be the next thing. There's two things. Okay. My last point I want to make about this. Okay. Zach Wilson, he plays like he's still in college, which after mm-hmm. two years tells me that he is either A, uncoachable, or B, he's got the wrong coach. Ooh. Skip out here with the darts, huh? I'm... I'm, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Another two, 2021 draft pick is uh, Mac Jones. All right. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to hear your take on that. 
The next game was the Steelers versus the Eagles. You picked the Eagles for some odd reason, and the Eagles won handily, even though we thought it was going to be a closer game, but the Eagles look like they are ready to fucking fly. They won 35-13. Okay. Yes. Before we get into this game, I would like to point out something that is either just an interesting coincidence mm-hmm. or could be some mysterious shit going on here where like the universe is trying to tell us something okay okay so in major league baseball philadelphia phillies are currently facing the houston astros in the world series astros just won right yeah they played friday and saturday night it's obviously seven game series Mm -hmm. two days off sunday and thursday uh and then you have the eagles playing on sunday but they also Mm -hmm. on thursday the eagles are playing wait for it the houston texans Ooh. Okay, so Houston and Philly are going at it. Hmm. Full disclosure, Sean sent me that. <laughs> <laughs> I promised that I would. Baseball. I promised I would say it on the pod, just so you could hit the "We do not care" button. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we do not care. <laughs> So there, I did it. He texted me that. He was like, I'm sending this to you because Jonathan won't care. I did not. And I was like, I don't care either, but I'm going to say it just because I I want to see what happens. I don't have a snore button. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I do whenever he brings up. He's like, I know you don't care. And and he tells me anyway. Uh, But yeah, the Eagles, um, wow. That's all I can say. Okay. Here's the other thing. Before... I want to get the Steelers bit out of the way because they didn't do anything interesting today except for one play, um, a touchdown pass to the least popular mm. Watt brother, fullback yeah. Derek Watt. Um, not from Kenny Pickett. Mm-mm. No. No. Why would Kenny Pickett, Kenny throw Pickett a was trash. Yeah. Kenny Pickett can't throw touchdowns because he's trash. Uh, this pass came from Chase Claypool, left-handed uh, uh, as well. He's left-handed, right? I don't think so. Is he? I don't know. That, I, did, I, I heard the. I'm, I'm sure he must be left-handed. Okay, I don't know. I whatever. Well, then anyway. Either way, the, the announcer said that. Pass. Who knew he was left-handed? Is what the announcer says when he throws a touchdown. Because <clears throat> that's why you do that. Because yeah. defense not going to expect that shit. Right, but then the Eagles said, "Oh, that's fun." Now, just step aside, Steelers, and watch a real quarterback throw for 285 yards and four fucking touchdown passes. Three of them to A.J. Brown, who is an absolute beast oh in this my game. God. Oh, Woo. my God. Dude. We've been waiting on this, and it happened. And every every one of these catches was at least in double coverage, sometimes triple yeah. coverage. With, with the, the best safety in the league on him, Minka Fitzpatrick. He was absolutely unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, he had some great celebrations as well. Mm-hmm. One um, got him a penalty. Yeah, he had the one where he puts the hand down like, oh, y'all's too short. Yeah, and then yeah, he had the one where he started pointing at everybody. Like, That's on you which and was, you. That's on both which, of you. <laughs> which, you know, when you when you catch when you catch three touchdown passes, I, I'm like, yeah, you you, you get to do that. Yeah, like, I think that for? should be a rule. Yeah. If you if you catch your third touchdown pass in the game, you get to you, you get to talk. Ever celebrate like, you want. That's how you should tweak the taunting rule. You catch three touchdowns in one game. But interestingly enough, not only are they not going to tweak that rule, you catch three touchdown passes and you get to taunt however you want. Yesterday morning, news breaks that uh, after catching three touchdown passes, A.J. Brown 
gets uh, called in by the, the league for a random drug test. Oh. Uh. And he tweeted it out. He was like, yo, Roger, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really. Yeah, I think it's a dick. Good. There's nothing random about that. Come yeah. on. Look at it. Uh, oh, never about that D, game, man. That shit was. That shit was. <clears throat> yeah, the Eagles D was also great. I mean, yeah, they were completely it was a bully beating up on the nerd. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's even watching the fight? <laughs> yeah. Like, let him out of the locker, okay? <laughs> Speaking of bully, Uh-oh. let's talk about Derrick Henry. Sorry to steal Ooh. Captain Segway's job here, but Ooh. Lord have mercy, this man. Woo. I start feeling this... bad for the defense. Yeah, especially when it takes six guys to tackle him. Yeah, I just like, uh, and I was really hoping that the Texans won because this was only because of our bet. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I kind of like the Titans. I like Mike Variable. I like Derrick Henry. The fact that they're committed to the run. But I still need uh, the Colts to win that division for our bet. You still, you still have that warm, fuzzy feeling about Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, <laughs> I want him to do well, man. He's just such a positive guy, man. Just can't get a right. break. Well, Texans were I, not I, it. He he definitely got a break in this game, I would say, because you know, in a situation that could have turned into a QB controversy. You know, obviously Ryan Tannehill didn't play in this game. Malik Willis got his first NFL start. There was a lot of chatter about Malik Willis being better than Ryan Tannehill in the preseason because, but in this game, we saw that not to be the case. Uh, We learned Uh, that in Miami with everybody talking about Skylar Thompson, (laughs) who had this amazing preseason, and then he came out there and I was like, oh, shit, I want Teddy Bridgewater. Malik Willis was dreadful. He was 6 of 10, yeah. 55 yards passing, and a pick. Mike Vrabel fig- figured this out early that w- Willis was not going to be the answer to this game. So he just said, let's give the ball to Derrick Henry 32 times. <laughs> uh, and, and he proceeded to stiff arm and gash his way through the entire Houston Texans football oh team. God. 219 total yards God, uh, and two touchdowns. Uh, I mean, They're going to they need to pump the brakes on that, though, man. This is what they did last time. Well, this is what I meant by like I feel like I feel like this is the only part of our bet that I still feel like I have some logical hope about mm. because I mean you can see right away that if something happens to Derrick Henry, this team goes off a cliff yeah. completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Texans D is starting to play a lot better. They held rookie sensation Damian Pierce to only thirty-five yards in this well, game, so that was good. Yeah. Titans D, that's what I meant to say. Thank you. Um, yeah, this this one um, this one kind of felt like it was going to be a shit bowl, but King Henry kind of gave us something to look at, you know, mm. which was essentially a, a, a grown-ass man looking like he was playing against a high school football team. Um, yeah. He became the first NFL player in history to rush for at least 150 yards in four consecutive games against the same opponent. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah, the, the Texans, of course. Uh, what else? He tied Titans running back Eddie George for most consecutive games with at least two rushing touchdowns. Wow. And his 75th career touchdown also passed Eddie George for Titans franchise record. Damn. So, so shout out to Derrick Henry. Yeah, Eddie George was on the cover that Madden mm-hmm. back in the day. He was uh, a bad man. Well, you mentioned shit bowl. So we got yep. – 
talk about this Washington Colts game. There's a lot of bad football ever, from what I watch. Have you ever gone to a um you ever gone to like a house party and a fight breaks out between two people who don't know how to fight? <laughs> yes. This is what this game this is what this game felt like to me. Yeah, man. I watched a little bit of it and then I was like, I'm sorry, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> this was supposed to be the Carson Wentz revenge game. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he was blamed for how bad the Colts were last year. You this picked also, this upset. This was also supposed to be the Colts kind of going, uh, you know, we were right about Carson Wentz being shit. Mm-hmm. So we went out and got a real quarterback in Matt, Matt Ryan. Yep. Obviously, he's been benched. So all of those narratives were kind of out the window. And we got Taylor Heineke versus Sam Ellinger. <laughs> Um, I mean, both quarterbacks. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> both quarterbacks were extremely underwhelming. Oh, yeah. Um, Sam Ellinger, as we were told going into this game, um, I think they were they were saying that he was he was a man made for this type of moment. Um. <laughs> If that's true, I think Frank Wright better put that dude back in the oven because this shit ain't done yet. Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, he, he he got a little better as the game went on. And yeah, he's certainly more mobile than Matt Ryan, but that I'm more mobile than Matt Ryan. OK, they got, but they got Jonathan Taylor like the the offense looked more balanced. I'm not going to. Yeah, I did notice that. I felt like the Colts were looked more balanced than they have this year. Neither team looked like they wanted to win this game, but then it kind of started to develop late. The the hero emerged, uh, and I thought this was pretty fascinating. Hometown Indianapolis boy, mm. Scary Terry McLaurin. Grew up in Indianapolis, grew up a Colts fan, won some big high school games and college games in that stadium, Lucas Oil Stadium. Mm. Um, coincidentally, it's the same stadium where my Bulldogs won the national championship last mm. year, but that's oh. not. it has nothing to do with this game in particular. So... <laughs> I don't even know why you brought that up, Jonathan. That's so we do not care. It's ridiculous. I'm not the one who you know. You want to talk? You want to talk about not. the Bulldogs winning in Lucas Oil Stadium? That's fine with me. I can do that. But <laughs> but honestly, let's focus on Scary Terry because he had six receptions for 113 yards. Wow! And though he did not have a touchdown catch, he had an amazing, mm. like super heavily contested 35 mm. yard reception that won the game. Um, that, that where he landed at the one yard line, yeah. 41 seconds left. Heineke QB sneaked it in for the 17 16 lead, and that was basically the ball game. Man, um, I could And he was, it. he was hyped. I was really, they were yeah. telling this whole story about his whole, you know, his, his background, Indianapolis, yeah. and how much that stadium means to him. And, and, and you, they, they kept cutting the shots of him on the sidelines, and you could see Terry McLaurin was pumped, man. Like it was just a good day for it. Was, it was a good day for him. I felt felt happy for Terry McLaurin. We do not care. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, fine. Fuck Terry McLaurin. <laughs> All right, then we got the uh, a devastating loss for our bet. The 49ers beat the Rams. I really, I even picked them to win it and flip them, pick them. Mm. Uh, the 49ers just have their number during the season. I, you know, it's funny. That's kind of where I wanted to start because I, I don't know when I'm going to learn that yeah. this Kyle Shanahan dominance over Sean McVay is real. real. I just, every time it rolls around, I never buy it. Yeah. And I think it has something to do with my, I have a thing. I got issues with Shanahan. Yeah, I know you do. Um, and so I just don't want it to be real, but it, it, 
I, I'm wrong. It's real. Um, they've only, they just, they just can't beat them. Um, it started out looking pretty good for the Rams. They had back-to-back touchdown drives. They had them up 14 to 10 at the half. Yeah. They look feisty. Um, but you know, I think it has to be said this 49ers defense, which, which has been struggling with injuries and not playing so great over the last couple of weeks. Um, man, were they good in this game? Yeah, man. Um, they were fantastic. Um, but I don't know. I mean, what else are you supposed to say other than Christian McCaffrey? Honestly, bruh, he changed I mean, it for them. They lose that game without him. I think I, the spark it, it, they got from him, the energy, yeah, that, and the, he even threw a touchdown pass. Right? Uh, yeah. Obviously, he he did not do much in his first game as a 49er, Um, but he made up for that by doing something that very few players have ever done. Oh yeah. In, in, history he had a rushing touchdown yep. a receiving touchdown and he also threw a touchdown pass only 11 dudes have ever done this who's uh, the guy you highlighted last week charlie trippy yeah. yeah exactly yeah. there was a charlie yeah, trippy type game man it was a charlie trippy throwback game uh and of course i always love to dunk on jimmy g but has to be said, he was mm-hmm. nearly perfect in this game. 21 yeah. for 25, 235 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. The Rams' run game continues to be their one of their biggest problems. Yeah. Um, only 56 total rushing yards. Man, what um, is wrong, man? The 49ers, D kept Cooper Cup out of the, um, out of the end zone, which is good. Um, I, yeah. I mean, no, the Rams' he, defense. Cooper Cup had a touchdown. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In the back of the end zone, I remember. He did. He did have a touchdown, but he only had seventy nine yards receiving, which yeah. is yeah. Um, and the Rams D looked pretty good early, mm-hmm. right? Aaron Donald looked good. Um, some other players who I won't mention, who are former Bulldogs, uh, I won't <laughs> mention that because I feel like I've overshot my Bulldog quota for the day, for the um, year. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's Leonard Floyd, my man, former Bulldog. <laughs> He got his first sack of the year in that game too. Mm, two sacks actually yeah, in this game. He got his first, but yeah, but uh, yeah, they were um, talking about that. not that anyone's counting. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> 49ers D dominated we the second half. Um, the Rams basically punted their way through the second half. Um, Hurts. I think man. they only had. I read they only had four first downs in the second half. Hurts, man. Uh, what the hell? Like mm. Shanahan's not his thing is not adjustments, and it's like he made adjustments. I don't know. It's it's crazy. He had he's he's his team. He's known as his offensive coach, but steadily keeping good defenses on his teams. Mm. Right under Saleh, it was one of the top defenses. You think Saleh's gone? They're gonna drop off? No, they still keep a a good defense. <laughs> Well, the Rams. The Rams are one of these teams that everyone is pretty much pegging their their main problem as being their offensive line. Uh, they can't keep Stafford clean, uh, and they can't run the ball um, because their offensive line is just not what it was last year. Um, so I don't know, man. They might be, but you can't even hit the panic button because they're still in the race for the division. It's Somehow. true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Then we got the uh, the leaders of that division, the Seahawks, out here just shocking the world. 
The people try to write him off. They wrote me off. I ain't right back though. But they, uh, you know what I mean. It's, uh, I love Gino. Gino. I'm falling in love with Gino. I'm Smith. starting really to am. like Gino. I just disliked him so much until I, this year. I am truly falling in love with Gino Smith. I love this story. He's the quarterback uh, the, the Seahawks deserve. Yeah, fans. The yeah. Seahawks fans deserve. This is the only game of the week where you had two teams facing each other with a winning record. Oh wow! Uh, just like we thought. Right? We knew this was going to happen. It's not like we had both of these teams in the bottom five of the league before the season started. Unbelievable. Tyler Lockett. Man, what a story for this guy. He had a terrible night. Uh, He fumbled, led to a near-immediate Giants touchdown. He also had a walk-in touchdown that skimmed off of his face mask, and he dropped the ball. But then he got his redemption. Game tied, 13-13. Gino was 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 hyping him up on the sidelines after that drop yeah. pass, and he was like, "I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back." Leadership, uh, and he did, man. He hit him for a 33 yard touchdown pass. It was the go ahead score. Seahawks never looked back, um, and the Seahawks defense. Pete which, Carroll, man, which uh, you know, which has 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 been nothing to write home about in Mm-mm. the first several weeks and the last two games are starting to look pretty good. Yeah. They're f- falling into place, man. I'm getting scared about the division. Yeah. They kept the passing game in check. Saquon only had 53 yards rushing. They sacked Daniel Jones five times. Um, yeah. The giants also fumbled the ball twice off of punts, which killed them. Um, poor Ricky James, Ricky <laughs> James. The first fumble led to the Seahawks field goal, but the second one was middle of the fourth, qu- fourth quarter. Uh, Giants were were down by seven, uh, and Yo. they forced a. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm go, go ahead. I'll tell you so. I just, I'm just looking at something. I want to tell you real quick when you when you finish. I'm sorry, cut you off. No, I'm just saying that like at that point in the game, the Giants were only down by seven, and their D had just forced a three and out. That's exactly mm-hmm. what you're looking for. And then yeah. and then James fumbles the ball. Two plays later, the Seahawks are up by two scores. And, and not only to make matters worse, this poor kid, Ricky James, he, two yeah. punt fumbles, and then he has to leave the game with a concussion. Terrible Damn. night for him. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at this this uh, Seahawks victories. Yeah, the teams they've beaten are the Broncos, mm. the That's Lions, right. in the shootout, mm-hmm. the Cardinals, mm. the Chargers, and the Giants. Mm. So it's like they're beating teams they're supposed to beat. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know if they're be- they're not beating teams that I would have expected not, them to not beat before based the season on- we didn't expect them because we thought they're losing Russell Wilson. And, right. and it's obviously that has been addition by subtraction for real. Sure. But when you look at it, they're not. I want to see them be, like next week they play the Cardinals. That should be another victory. Then they play the Bucks. Like we're going to learn a lot about the Seahawks in the next four or five weeks. But it looks like they might have an easy schedule. You know what else I heard? What I heard yesterday, and this is pretty fascinating, in the postgame interview with Tyler Lockett, they were asking him about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I wanted this to come up. And he said something. I'm paraphrasing. He said, "Yeah, uh, it's a lot more. It's a lot easier or a lot more fun when we're winning games when we don't have to have a conversation with with who deserves all the credit." Yeah, somebody trying to get the credit, and you know they're talking which about was, Russ. Yeah, which is all. A sh- that was like a full shot. Yeah, 
all that smoke. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> now, okay, the last thing I want to say about this game. Okay. Jerome Boger and his crew officiated Uh-oh. this game. I didn't. I didn't even realize it. And yes, to to what should be a surprise to no one, he blew another major call in this one that has to be addressed. Okay. Okay. Pete Carroll gets a 15-yard penalty for bumping into the oh, referee yeah. Yeah. while celebrating a pivotal late-game Geno Smith first down, right? The penalty sounds dumb. It is what it is. Whatever. You got to call it. However, on the call, with the mic on, Jerome Boger called the penalty not against the Seattle Seahawks. No. He called this penalty against the Seattle Mariners. What? Proving yet again that this guy, he, he, he's so out of it, he doesn't even know if he's at a fucking football game or a baseball <laughs> game. I mean, what are we doing here with this guy? It's clearly, he's too old. He's he needs got to CTE. He's got CTE, man. <laughs> he's at 15-yard penalty against the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> and the and the and the crew in the booth was like, did he just say the Mariners? Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> did he have a police badge? <laughs> pull out like Herschel Walker. <laughs> oh, Herschel. <laughs> uh, all right, then we had a beatdown uh, of uh, uh, the Bills beat the snot out of the Packers. Packers kind of made it closer at the end, but I mean. I don't know. This is just another outmatched team. In another. Packers are out here struggling. <laughs> they struggling. They're struggling. I don't even know what they're they say struggling. about them. I, I, feel, I almost feel bad for, for Aaron Rodgers, but then I don't. I mean, to me, this is a way Aaron Rodgers spent the week leading up to this game calling for players to be benched. Um, and then he inexplicably claimed that given everything that's going on with their team – playing the Buffalo Bills this week might be might be a good thing for them. Uh I don't know where he was coming from with that. Um but these Green Bay Packers appear to be sliding hard and fast yeah. into like a wilderness of mirrors. Uh They're in the abyss, man. Yeah, and he, he, maybe they swam out there thinking they were going to find Dan Campbell, but they're like, "Oh, he's not out here." <laughs> 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 yep, they are. They look bad. Uh, I mean, this wasn't a blowout by any means. It was. Uh, it felt like one though. Like they weren't yeah. ever like in it. And Josh I Allen mean, didn't even finish the game. No, he 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 definitely tried to give Aaron Rodgers a chance to win the game. He threw a couple of he threw back to back interceptions. Oh, yeah. Um, but the the Packers just they don't have the talent no. to take over and capitalize off of these mistakes like like some of the previous Packer teams have had they, they just don't have it. Um, nah. Rodgers was it not that good. Yeah. I mean, they had some nice moments. Obviously, that Romeo Dobbs catch was yeah. was a thing of beauty. I mean, he's yeah. he's catching it as the DB has his arm like between yeah. Dobbs, like great concentration. So. You know, nice, but just not enough. Um, the Bills got touchdowns from Dawson Knox, Stefan Diggs, my man, former Bulldog Isaiah McKenzie. Let's go. 
turned out to be the game winner. It's a game winning touchdown. What am I supposed to say? I'm not yeah. supposed to mention Isaiah McKenzie getting the game winning touchdown and the fact that he went to the University game of Georgia. Winning. Come on. No, yeah, it wasn't like a last second game winning touchdown, but it turned out to be the game winner. So that's yeah. that's special. The Bills are just continuing to roll and the Packers are continuing to slide. I don't know what else to say about that. Then we had a shocking, shocking game that you called this upset to to pull you within three points of me in this flip and pick em with the Browns beating the Bengals on Monday Night Football. Hmm. Oh, man. Do the Bengals hit the panic button? I don't know, man. They won 32 to 30. They beat the brakes off the Bengals, man. It's just, and then they make Jacoby Brissett was out here wheeling and dealing. Mm. I watched this this mm. morning. I was like, really? Brissett? Mm-hmm. He, pu- he pumped fake once, pulled it down, and then go and launches it again like his young, fresh legs out there. Yeah. Where was this guy last I'm, year? I mean, I, um, I don't know if it's time to hit the panic button button because they're still that division is still kind of tight thanks yeah. to the Ravens. Ravens have, yeah. They've they've blown so many games, so it's it's still pretty close there for them. But what what I would be a little concerned about is that we're still having a conversation about the Bengals' offensive line. Yeah, still it's, it's crazy. It was what five sacks, six sacks, something mm-hmm. like that. It's five sacks. They can't run the ball. Um. And he he checks down like I'm starting to feel like uh, like Burrow is affected by all of the pressure because he checks yeah. down so often just to just like quickly it's nothing out there okay check it down throw it to Joe Mixon throw it to Joe Mixon throw it to Joe you know what I mean I'm Miles to, Garrett yeah. and, Miles Garrett and company were living in the backfield yeah um, and you're right they had pressure on him all night uh, he was missing throws Burrow also had a fumble in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this this was just you, you know uh, quietly. Stefanski is kind of um, developing a. I mean, he's undefeated against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's never beat Mm-mm. the Browns ever. Um, it, it, yeah. So yeah, Burrow threw a pick on the first drive of the game. The Browns tried to brown this one up early when when. Amari Cooper put mm-hmm. on his 99 cent store version of a Christian McCaffrey Halloween costume where they let him throw a pass. Oh yeah. It just threw it right to- <laughs> directly to Von Bell. In the in the bread basket. Bloop. <laughs> mm. It was almost like they they like let's let him throw Brissett's pick so that Brissett doesn't have to throw one. Right. <laughs> and then they were like, can you please just go back to catching footballs? Which he did. Five catches for 131 yards and a touchdown. So he, yeah. he was good at he was good at that. Um like how, said, about, how about the uh the the Browns being aggressive at the end of the game, even though it was over? Like yeah. to make foot on the throats, like we are not gonna let y'all back in this thing. Mm. Just going like just never took the foot off the gas, man. Yeah. Kudos to them. And then, and then, of course, it's not like you you didn't know this was coming. Who are we kidding? Why are we going <laughs> to bury the lead? Because my man, former Bulldog, Nick Chubb, is the real reason the Browns won this game. 23 carries, 101 Bro. yards, two touchdowns. Are you Bro. fucking kidding me? This guy cannot be tackled. He can't. He is so and even good. when they have him, like a lot of running backs will fall. Like mm. he gets into the end zone. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going down. He is so good, man. He's the best running back in the league. He's he's best running Period. back in the league, yeah. Period. Yeah. Has nothing to do with my George Bulldog fandom. No, no. It's just facts. 
that'll be the last time that I address it. I highly doubt that. (laughs) (laughs) That will not be the last time I address that. I guarantee you that. (laughs) So superlatives, man. Real MVP, who you got? Normally, it's not that hard for me to kind of zero in on on the weekly MVP. Mm. Um, This week was a little difficult, given there were so many players with monster games, multiple touchdowns. A.J. Brown, Tony Pollard, Alvin Mm. Kamara, uh, all had three touchdowns. Derrick Henry, 200 yards and two touchdowns. Tyreek and Waddle going bananas. Um, but honestly, get, for me, I'm a sucker for history. Given the historical context, a dude who has 150 total yards from scrimmage while getting a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, a 34-yard touchdown pass, something that only 11 NFL players in history have ever managed to accomplish in a Second week on game. the team. Yep, second week on the team. The rarest of hat tricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, as you mentioned, we just talked about Charlie Trippy uh, last week and how different the game was back then. But in the modern era, only two other guys have done this in the Super Bowl area era: Ladainley and Tomlinson, mm-hmm. and Sweetness, the late great Walter, Walter Payton. Payton yeah. I mean, honestly, that's special. So for me, Week Eight, twenty twenty, the real MVP. Chris, Christian McCaffrey. Christian it, McCaffrey is the real MVP. You the real MVP. My finger mm-hmm. got stuck on. <laughs> you bad. were like, you were like the guy at the Oscars who turns the music on. Can you please wrap this up? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. Really. We know where you're headed. Go, uh, just say it. <laughs> Mine is AJ Brown, man. I like it. He was traded for in the offseason to a team that had a bunch of uncertainty. Yeah. He had a a, a great season. Uh, last year, and we were waiting for a breakout game this season. Well, we got it. A.J. Brown came out guns a-blazing yesterday with three touchdown catches, two of them on double coverage with Minka Fitzpatrick involved, who I think is the best safety uh, in the NFL. Mm. Uh, he almost had a fourth touchdown if it mm-hmm. weren't for a shoestring tackle. Uh, mm. So the league had better be on notice, man. Congrats on your big day, A.J. Brown. Six catches for 156 yards and three touchdowns. A.J. Brown. You the real MVP. And uh, Monday morning, we need you to report for a drug test. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, trash of the week, should I go first? Sure. All right. Uh, my trash of the week is not going to be, uh, why can't I find the button? There it is. My trash of the week, uh, Raiders. There's no reason for the Raiders to look like they looked on Sunday. They faced the Saints team that's had their ups and downs this season, and somehow they looked like the way inferior team. Defense looked bad. Offense looked worse. We've been distracted in that division by the hapless coaching of Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, But maybe we need to start looking at the coach that's already reportedly been taken to the principal's office before. And and I find out today he's been taken to the principal's office again. This team couldn't muster so much as a field goal on Sunday. Hmm. Derek Carr looked lost and alone with Devontae Adams dealing with the flu. Maybe they can turn things around next week. Who knows? But this week, hey, Raiders. You are trash! We're on the same page. <laughs> as always, uh, right? <laughs> Raiders are my trash. I mean... I mean, they put up a donut against the Saints. I mean, yeah. I, did you not see the game script? 
that the Saints entire plan was like just feed it to Kamara over and over and over and over and over and over. Over and over and over. I know. And this is a Saints team that's averaging like they're they're giving up mm-hmm. an average of 30 points a game so far. And you score nothing. Mm. And the fact that you can't even cross midfield mm. until the two minute warning in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's like, I mean, that th- th- there's no worse performance mm. uh, of the week than the Raiders. The Raiders are fucking trash right now. You are trash. Shit got learned. What you got, man? Uh, okay. Well, besides learning that. The like an Atlanta Falcons game will likely at some point in my life be the literal death of me. Uh, I learned that I feel like I owe Pete Carroll, Mm -hmm. Geno Smith, Mm -hmm. and all Seahawks fans a sincere apology. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Geno Smith is as crazy as this sounds, he's a top 10 quarterback. In, in in every stat you could possibly measure. Yep. He has 107 passer rating. He yep. leads the league with a 72.7 completion percentage. Their rookie class is balling the fuck out, led by Kenneth Walker III. But you also got, you know, DBs like Tariq Woolen, Kobe Bryant. This edge rusher, uh, Boye Mage, is fucking killing people. Uh, <laughs> the, def- the defense was was, you know – obviously suspect in, in the beginning of the season starting to become part of why they're winning football games all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Uh, and this team that we thought was going to be an absolute joke after yep. losing Russell Wilson is now five and three sitting atop the NFC West. Yep. Will they stay there? Nope. I have no idea, <laughs> but I, for one, mm-hmm. am no longer doubting this football team, nor am I doubting this gum smacking Pete Carroll because mm-hmm. I, Pete, it has to be said, Pete had a plan. We all thought he was insane, yep. but he believed in it. He dug in. He followed through. Um, he blocked out all the doubters on his way to showing everyone that the Seahawks will not lay down for anyone, and they are certainly not going to go quietly into the night. Uh, go get you some, Pete Carroll, because uh, mm-hmm. I, you guys, I, it, this just has to be the most shocking story of the year so far. Yeah, man. I'm, they need to have him on the coach of the year. Uh, consideration. I yeah, I would I would say so. My shit that got learned is Trevor Lawrence ain't it. God, mm. I was supposed to revolutionize the quarterback position. Remember, he's supposed to revolutionize the quarterback. Talk position. about it. Has re- <clears throat> repeatedly been the reason for losses this season. Normally, mm-hmm. the good quarterback on the bad team can lead the fans to say, "Get that guy some help, and we'll be all right." Mm. But sometimes <laughs> Trevor Lawrence makes boneheaded decision that still makes fans say, get that guy some help <laughs> in a different way. Mm-hmm. Halfway through this season, I think we're past the point of blaming Urban Meyer. That's over and done with. It's not Good all point. on Urban. He's got it. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't help, of course, but I'm just not seeing it with the skiff named T-Law. Mm. I do hope I'm wrong. I don't wish a bust on anyone. But it's not looking like I am wrong. Mm. So the shit that I got learned that that I learned is uh, Trevor Lawrence, you ain't it, bro. Mm. Agreed. We tried, and and then mm. I think back on the whole thing about him saying like, 
kind of didn't matter so much. Like if it didn't work out. Remember, he was they were thinking he was a little like kind of blase when he was <laughs> yeah. coming out of college. I, I hear you, but I hated the reaction to that. I did at too. The time. But then I do think about like some like Tom Brady. He doesn't love football. No, I'm not saying he doesn't love football, but there's a fire you got to have, man. If you go, I'm mean, to they, be elite, to be elite. They they said the same thing about Gino once upon a time that he didn't love football. Yeah, but they then they wrote him off. They wrote me off. I ain't right back though. <laughs> so, That's true. But like Maybe like somebody Trevor, like like I felt like that about Tannehill. Like it right. didn't feel like like a like I don't know. Maybe it's the whole thing. We expect the alpha thing. And I thought it was refreshing that somebody was coming out of college that didn't come out with that whole alpha dog thing. No, but I think you have a point because I think we talked about this a, a while back, probably even last year, that my biggest concern about a guy like Trevor Lawrence is that he'd never lost a football right. game until he got to the NFL. Exactly. Um I, or maybe he lost one in college. I don't remember. Um but he didn't lose a lot. He certainly never lost a game in high school. And, no. and he played for that Clemson team when they were dominant. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's he's he turns out to be quite good at losing football games. I'm surprised he didn't <laughs> try to do it sooner. <laughs> uh, who's your scariest AFC team? It's still the Bills for me. Yeah, man. I mean, even on a night where Josh Allen is not at his best, they still yeah. find a way to win. And then, sure, it's against these scruggling Packers. Um, <laughs> but they just have so many great pieces on both sides of the ball. This team is built to overcome almost everything, yeah. except for the Miami Dolphins, of course. But, yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> i got to say, Bills, Bills, Bills. Josh Allen's hair trigger release is unfair now that he's more mm. accurate than he's ever been. Defense is good and getting healthier. The league's best fan base might finally get their Super Bowl win if they stay healthy. So mm. that's the scariest team. My scariest NFC team is the Eagles, man. Haven't seen mm. them put it all together like they did in this trouncing of the Steelers. Uh, so I just think that what we need to do is we need to watch out for each each individual, each individual coach, each individual player, each everybody in, in the building. Yeah. On that Eagles team. Agreed. NFC, uh, my scariest team is the Eagles. There's There are some interesting teams that are finally starting to emerge in the NFC. Yeah. Um, we started out sort of none of the above in this, in this yep. division. Um, but now some teams are starting to catch fire. But the thing is, is that none of them have the Eagles run game. Mm-hmm. None of them have a QB who can beat you uh, when they stick to the script or beat you if they need to go off script. And D line, um, and that D line, that D line. None of them have AJ fucking Brown. Yeah, um, you know, doesn't matter. Double, triple, quadruple, quintuple Imag- coverage doesn't matter. It's like imagine if dumbass Cowboys would have kept Amari Cooper. Idiots, mm-hmm. <laughs> so stupid. That was pretty dumb. It's <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Now they're yeah. looking good, but it's just like, uh, you got uh, CD Lamb is your number one option. I don't know, man. Mm. All right, well, thank everybody for checking this episode out. This has been another episode of SpinFL, week eight's in the books. And we'll be back to talk about week nine coming up. Let's go. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sarah. And SpinFL. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Lady out.